This morning we continue our look through the New Testament, and as we were preparing uh, at the end of last year and trying to figure out what we were going to do for this year that would be unique and create a setting where we could do something as a congregation together, we looked at the, the text and kind of the days that were coming, and we realized that we would be in Luke, in Holy Week, for our time together starting today and moving through Easter. And how amazing is it that God kind of prepares the way even for us as we go through this reading plan together. And if you haven't joined in that plan, it's not too late. We, we want you to uh, be a part of what we're doing and uh, the conversations that are happening around uh, the St. Michael family. So we invite you into that. And today we're going to look a little bit about uh, w- with the Palm Sunday reading. And we've read it in Matthew, and we've heard a little bit in Mark, and then we read it again in Luke. And there's something unique about Luke, I think, as he's looking at Jesus moving into Jerusalem. And and part of it is, I think he kind of sees it as a ride home. A ride home. How many of you have ever gone somewhere um, where it kind of feels like home? Like you're, you're going somewhere that's Oh yeah, that's where I'm supposed to be. Some of us uh, who are not from Fort Wayne, we have those places that are actually home. Some people who are from Fort Wayne, it might be two houses down, or it might be your house in Florida or something of that nature. For our family, St. Louis, right? Uh, We get the question as we head to St. Louis every time from our kids, are we there yet, right? Are we there yet? Now, we've made a rule that actually they cannot ask that question until they see the arch, right? Now, this is looking east, kind of uh, out of the city. If you're coming into the city, going west, there's a mile marker. I I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe it's 3.6. Mile marker 3.6, as you bend, as you kind of turn in the road, You can see the arch through the hills just a little bit. And at that point, the kids are all about, are we there yet? Are we there yet? And we still have like six miles. It's, come on. But you have a sense of what it's like to go home if you have a place like that, where you you just, you're excited to go. You know what it's going to be like. And it's just that comfort zone. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes going home is uh, filled with trepidation. It's, it's filled with fear of what, what am I going to miss out on or the fear of what's to come. Sometimes when we make those journeys, we know the divisiveness that happens within our homes. We know the brokenness that we see in the lives of ourselves and others when we gather with the people we love. And that sometimes we know that we need to walk in the door asking for forgiveness. And those times can be really, really hard. And I think as we look at Jesus' road home and his ride home to Jerusalem, we can see that that's kind of why he made that journey. It's for us when we have those hard times— so that we can lean on him. And I think oftentimes when we see Palm Sunday and we read those readings, we 
we see a crowd. It looks kind of like this. A ticker tape parade. So Apollo 11 is where we first stepped on the moon. That's the, the uh, NASA mission, right, that stepped on the moon. So there's a celebration happening. And there's excitement. And you can just feel that excitement by looking at this picture. And oftentimes as we look at Palm Sunday, we see that in the crowd around Jesus. At the same time, we know that Jesus is knowing what is ahead of him. As he enters into the city, the people rejoicing around him are rejoicing because he's entering in. And so what they think is going to be a revolution. They, a lot of them probably believed that he was going to uh, overthrow the government and, and make a stance that was going to be either military or political to, to make sweeping changes. And here he was the Messiah, the Savior, for the here and now. But that's not what we know, right? We know the rest of the story and that that Jesus was not for the here and now, but he was for the everlasting. When they're yelling, Hosanna, save us, in that moment, we ring that out too because we also can say that for ourselves and we know that he does because of what comes in the rest of his story. And so I want to just take a look about at, at Jesus' time in Jerusalem for a minute. And Jesus was not a stranger to Jerusalem. We see even as early as Luke 2 that he made yearly trips for the Passover with his family. Right? And in this story, we know that, that he was in the temple and uh, the rest of his family goes off, right, goes home, and then they realize he's missing and comes back. And, and it's, the question is, wh- where were you? What, are you? what are you doing? And Jesus' answered is, didn't you know I would be about my father's business? You see, Jesus and his pilgrimage to Jerusalem was a routine thing. It wasn't out of the ordinary. It wasn't something that he was just kind of making up as he went. But this is a part of his story was to go each year. And then as we look further into the book of Luke, in chapter 9, we see that he uh, approached, as, he, as the time approached for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem. He resolutely. This is, this is 10 chapters before where we are today. So there there is a story of Jesus making his way to Jerusalem that in, included meeting with people, teaching people, loving people, connecting with people, healing people. As he went, he knew what was to come. He, he showed his compassion. He showed his mercy to the people around him. Everywhere he went, with no exceptions, And so we fast forward to our story for today. And Jesus had said this. He went ahead going up to Jerusalem. He has made his way. His kind of final journey into Jerusalem. Knowing, knowing what was ahead for him. Knowing that there's crowds who want him to do something that he's not going to do. Knowing that there is going to be a last meal with his disciples. Knowing There's going to be a cross, and then knowing there's going to be an empty tomb. And so as we look at Jesus' journey, 
we see a journey of going home. We see a journey of him knowingly, knowingly heading to a place that was not going to be fun, that, that it was going to be hard. He knew, he knew that there was going to be, there was going to be beatings. There was death. But at the same time, he knew he could beat death and he could rise on the third day. And he talks about that. Three times he kind of gives people that information, and yet they still don't understand, and they want something that's different. Well, I don't know if you caught this or not, but at the end of the reading in Luke that we had today, we see that Jesus looks over Jerusalem, and he weeps. There's a lot of of feelings that are involved in heading to Jerusalem for this week. And and these aren't tears of of fear or of divisiveness or of, of knowing brokenness in himself. But they're tears of love and forgiveness for the people around him. They're tears for knowing what was to come and that he could overcome it for us. Their tears for things like this. Here's a rendering of what Jerusalem would have looked like as he was looking on from the Mount of Olives. And you can see the whole city and the people who are there and knowing those people, knowing the people he interacted with, but even beyond that, knowing that that brokenness was there. And he wept for them because he loved them so much. But then he also wept, knowing that that mount, that temple mount, was going to change. And it was going to be a place of divisiveness in that temple mount even today, which is a, this kind of a, a more modern picture. You have a mosque on the temple roof in the middle of it. And you have a, a Jewish claim to some of the building. Then you have a Christian claim as well. And so you see religious divisiveness, not of love, but of hate. And Jesus sees this, and, and you can even see into that, and weeps. Not, not out of pain and regret, but out of love and concern and compassion. We see that Jesus entering to Jerusalem is a journey. It's a ride home. It's a ride that we take with him this week. A ride that says, my grace is going to be poured out for you. Just wait and see. Just, just keep on keeping on with me. Because it's going to look different, right? It's going to look different than what they thought. But thankfully now, we know the rest of the story, like Paul Harvey would say. But at the same time, we, we take that journey to see how grace was poured out on the people around Jesus, but also on us. This week is a journey, it's a ride home, that helps us understand where does grace connect into our lives? Where does grace and forgiveness find us? It finds us on our ride home. When, when we are afraid of what's to come or afraid of what we know, it's It's there when we are entering into divisiveness or brokenness, knowing that we are all broken people, 
Jesus wept for us, knowing that his grace was going to be poured out in a way that would conquer all of our brokenness. So that we could look at a ride home, not being just to St. Louis or to Florida or wherever that may be, but looking at it even longer than that, into an everlasting life with him. And so as we go through this week, my hope is that you can see Jesus at work, that you can hear him speaking into your lives, grace, grace for that ride home. Grace that takes us not just here on Palm Sunday, but it takes us through Easter and beyond. It's grace for our lives. And because we know that his grace covers us in our journeys, wherever we may be, as we look at our right home, as we look at his right home, and as we look at being a part of that story, we can give thanks to God for what he's done for us, for coming to us and pouring out that grace as we see it throughout this coming week. And so we can say with the author of the psalm, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Because we know that's true. We know his love was not just there on the Mount of Olives in his tears over the city, but his love covers all of us and endures forever, making it so that we can see the ride home, a ride home to be with him eventually, a saving grace that endures forever. And that is amazing. And so together, and when I say that, I mean, let's say this together, uh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, his love endures forever. Amen. Amen.